You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com. February 8, 2024. Wanted to discuss last night's commitment of Carius Kern, 6'4", 301-pound defensive tackle slash offensive tackle out of Marion, Arkansas. It's a big get for the Hogs. Four-star prospect. 24-7 Sports ranks him the number 175 overall prospect in the entire country, number 19 at offensive tackle, number one overall in Arkansas. The composite, the industry-generated composite, ranks him 206 nationally, 18 in offensive tackle, and number one in Arkansas. Had a lot of options out there, Arkansas, Louisville, Georgia, Florida, some of the notable ones. You also had LSU, Purdue, Tennessee. Really nice offer list very early in this guy's recruitment. And I like him at defensive tackle, but I also like him at offensive tackle. I mean, the good Lord didn't make a lot of 6'4", 300-pound guys with quick twitch muscle fibers like this kid. And the state of Arkansas, and we'll get into that in a little bit, also doesn't produce a lot of guys like this who can play defensive tackle. They produce some defensive ends that have been great. They produce some offensive linemen. But defensive tackle, guys that come out of high school listed as a defensive tackle, this state just hasn't produced a lot of them. So we'll talk about that a little bit here in a moment. But what I see from Karius Kern when I watch his video, first of all, at offensive tackle, he just looks so polished. He's fast. He's athletic. I mean, he buries people, and which is what you would expect him to do. When you're watching you know, a guy from Marion, Arkansas on video, what they should be doing as a prospect is just eating people alive, right? Because they're generally not going up against a guy who's a Division I athlete on the other side of the ball. Now, a lot of times they're going against somebody who's quicker, smaller, people that they probably don't see that size, and sometimes that causes big guys problems, but – I mean, this guy just completely dominates people on at offensive tackle. And then you watch him on the defensive side. He gets off the ball extremely fast. He's active. Uh, he's explosive. And it's really a conundrum. After watching him for a while, I kind of like him at offensive tackle. You know, he's not – he's 6'4", and, you know, who knows if he'll get any taller and stuff. But this kid can play offensive tackle. He's, he's an athlete. Really, really impressed with what you see out of him on video. Um, Hudson Standish – 24-7 sports national analyst calls him a stout two-way lineman with recruiting interest on both sides of the ball who burst onto the scene in college in the summer camp season between his sophomore and junior year. Just displays impressive movement ability at offensive tackle, owns valuable two-way snaps, both lines of scrimmage, possesses virtually ready-to-play sides at 6'4", 300-pound reign as a high school junior, along with adequate length to remain outside or move to a guard role. Physical tools also translate to defense, including various schemes. Owns multi-sport context thanks to track and field. He's a thrower. 
through his junior campaign, we believe his best spot in the long term is somewhere on the offensive line while acknowledging the potential to play either way. Projects as a high major line of scrimmage presence who could develop into an NFL draft candidate. So he can throw the shot 40 foot, four and a half inches. That's back in April 2023, so that's a year ago. So Karius Kern, he came up for Arkansas's most recent junior day and obviously had a great visit. Um, you know, let's look Let's look back recently first. Let's look back at some of the defensive tackles this state has produced because while Karius Kern may end up playing offensive line, he can also play defensive tackle. So you go back to 2019 and there's Marcus Miller. Marcus Miller obviously played very sparingly, had a lot of injuries throughout his career out of war in Arkansas. Obviously didn't, didn't really pan out to – I mean – he wasn't really like super highly regarded. He was an 85 overall, which is a pretty mid-range three-star recruit. Billy Farrell is another guy that came to Arkansas out of Fordyce. Uh, he came, he arrived injured also, and just never panned out, never played. Also, kind of in the mid-range three-star category. So we're not talking about a four-star recruit here. Akil Byers is another guy who ended up at Missouri. Arkansas just never, never really heavily pursued him, never offered him. He started at Missouri. I don't know that he ever made an NFL roster, but he was a good player for Missouri, 6'4", 275, committed to Alabama at one time. Sosa, McTelvin Aguim, I mean, you got to go back to 2016, and Sosa was really kind of viewed as a defensive end prospect. He was about 268 coming out of high school. And eventually, everybody I've seen that's like 265 or bigger, they always end up at defensive tackle when they get to college. They're just naturally going to grow into it. And, and that's what happened to Sosa, too. Um, 6'3", 289 eventually, and he played three years with the Denver Broncos. Last couple of years, I believe, he has been a practice squad guy, but made the NFL out of the state of Arkansas. If you ask him, he's going to tell you he's from Texas. He'll tell you where you, what state you're from. He'll tell you Texas. He didn't play uh, at Hope, I think, until high school. I think is when he finally moved to high school. So, Karius Kern is very significant because this state just doesn't it doesn't commit. It doesn't produce a lot of defensive tackles for whatever reason. We've seen defensive ends, obviously. Charleston Collins in this last class. Charleston Collins ranked number sixty-five overall prospect in the country, the number one ranked recruit in this class. Uh, Thirteen defensive tackle, number three in Arkansas in twenty-four-seven sports. So that tells you a lot about the state uh, producing talent in the class of of twenty twenty-four. But Charleston Collins already on campus. He's six-four, two sixty-five. I do think that. He will end up actually playing defensive end, even though he's 265. And even though I just made that comment about them, they all end up at defensive tackle, and we'll see how it goes. I just think his build would lend to him probably staying over at defensive end. And Arkansas has done well in recent classes at defensive end, producing inside the state. Quincy Rhodes Jr. out of North Little Rock. I mean, this guy's 6'6", 289 now. Uh probably going to be a backup to Landon Jackson this year before he's eventually a starter. He was the number 184 prospect in the country, number 25 defensive lineman, number one overall prospect in Arkansas, according to 24-7 Sports. The composite didn't have him as high. I like our 24-7 Sports rankings. I know a lot of people like the composite because it's industry-generated. And, you know, if you're a scientist, you're going to want as more uh, as many um, samples, as many results as possible um, – to come to conclusions, I, I get that, but I don't know that anybody else out there, I know ESPN doesn't, I don't think anybody else does, put the effort into recruiting rankings that 24-7 does. When you talk about having a separate scouting department and a separate recruiting department, people who cover recruiting versus people who scout players, 
you know, it really it really helps eliminate that bias that, you know, some people uh, accuse recruiting services of having because the scouting department is just totally independent. All the metrics, I've seen all the metrics that they use. I mean, it's, it's very in depth and it also, I think helps them long-term when it comes to transfer portal, when they're able to go back and look at, you know, the different metrics that they use to evaluate players. But when you talk about the manpower that we use for the scouting department and for our recruiting analysts or our, excuse me, our recruiting team, uh, which is separate departments, I just don't I don't see anybody else putting the money, manpower into it that 24-7 does. And you're going to miss on guys. College football recruiting is just a different animal than basketball. Basketball, you get to go watch these guys play AAU stuff and and go against each other, go against top players all the time. And in football, you're never going to see Carius Kern probably go against uh, a defensive end or, you know, on the other side of the ball, an offensive tackle that um, is going to play Division One football at Marion, Arkansas. You're just not going to see that. What we can see is how they look in camps, and, and obviously there's a lot of other things that, that you use to evaluate players. I mean, it, it doesn't take long to turn on the video and see what a stud Karius Kern can possibly be. I mean, the guy's super athletic for a 300-pounder. Um, and, you know, also with this commitment, uh, Danny Bill's another guy that was was in town recently. Uh, apparently they, they hit it off. Cherry Valley's like 45 minutes away uh, from Marion. He's a class of 2026, another guy that could possibly be a defensive tackle, 6'3 315 pounds. Wow. I mean, back-to-back possible defensive tackles, but also could end up being an offensive lineman. He's already got an Arkansas offer, Auburn, Georgia. Several others have offered Danny Bill. Uh, not currently ranked because it's it's 2026, so we haven't quite got there yet. But just looking at the class right now, you've got Grayson Wilson, quarterback out of CAC. You've got Jamarian Parker, running back out of St. Louis, Missouri. Carius Kern, obviously, who we've been talking about. Evan Knoll, the kicker out of St. Stan. Uh, I wasn't prepared for that. State's St. Stan is out of Bay, St. Louis, Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> and Marklin Batten out of Atlanta, Texas. So those are the guys that are committed right now in the class of 2025. And it's a good-looking early group. You've got two four-stars committed. Evan Knowles, a very highly ranked guy. Let's just kind of go over these prospects that uh, that Carius Kern has joined for the class um, obviously, Grayson Wilson out of CAC, number 37-ranked quarterback prospect in the country, number three in Arkansas. He's going to have a chance to improve on on those rankings with, with summer camps and stuff like that. If he goes to any of those things, he may choose not to since he's committed, locked into Arkansas. Illinois was also a very early offer for him, as well as Pittsburgh. So, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, 
or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Grayson Wilson, the quarterback in the class. Jamarian Parker is a four-star recruit, number 242 prospect in the country, 16 running back, number three overall in Missouri. He has taken visits since he's committed to Arkansas. So some people may say, well, he's not committed. Some people say commitments not, you know, it doesn't mean what it used to. But, I mean, I think commitment has is, is always meant what it means. I mean, like, are you committed to everything that you do? Like, you stay with it forever? <laughs> I mean, it's a word. I'm committed. So, uh, But Jamarian Parker has a, a nice offer list. Indiana, Kentucky, Arkansas, obviously, Boston College, Illinois, Minnesota, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Oregon, Tennessee, Texas A&M, Wisconsin, West Virginia. Nice offer list for him and a, and a nice pickup for the Razorback. Six foot, 185, so a smaller back than what they got last year in Braylon Russell, who goes like 230 or I've seen him listed at 240 even. Evan Knowles like ranked among the top kickers in the prospect. I think I've seen him as like number two kicker prospect in the country. So he'll be a nice guy to come in. Matthew Shipley's in his last year, the transfer from Hawaii, who's going who's gonna to come in um, and kick for him next year. And Evan Knowles should slide in there right after that. 6'2", 155, also had an offer from Ole Miss from the state of Mississippi. So, you know, a lot of people a lot of people give Arkansas special teams uh, some, some flack, and Scott Fountain has, has gotten flack for that, the special teams coordinator. But, man, this guy can recruit. You look at, like, some of the guys that he's brought in over the years at kicker and at punter and uh, this latest one with Evan Knoll. I mean, pretty, pretty impressive – Pretty impressive overall, the recruits he's got. And not just for kicker either, you know. I mean, Cam Little alone is <laughs> is a solid solid enough pickup if that's the only guy you got. Um, Mark Allen Batten, cornerback uh, slash running back slash athlete, 5'10", 180 pounds. He looked like he was committing to Arkansas a while back and then, you know, nothing ever, ever materialized. And then uh, just fairly recently he, he jumped on with Arkansas again. This is a Jimmy Smith target number – 54 running back on the uh, excuse me on 24/7 Sports 97 in Texas, but again, thinking probably, probably possibly on the other side of the ball. We'll see how it plays out with him. But 5'10", 180 looks like they're targeting some smaller, shiftier running backs if he end up you know if he ends up over on that side of the ball. Now we've discussed this a little bit with Arkansas's recruiting class, obviously ranked 31st nationally on both 24-7 sports and the 24-7 sports composite ranking. That is 15th for next year when you include all the SEC schools that are going to be involved. Arkansas has caught a lot of flack from that from Razorback fans. And and this is the kind of class that you would look at and say that's a transition year class. 16 commitments in the class. That's a low, low number, especially when you heard Sam Pittman talk about, you know, getting upwards of 25 commitments. Now, what I'll say about this group, though, it's not a large class, but – when you look at the average recruit ranking, it's actually very high. In fact, Arkansas would be 23rd nationally in average recruit ranking. So if you were to stack on more like 
just more mid-range three-star recruits on this class and like, like you fill it up to like 20, you would you would have a top 25 class. The thing that's hurting Arkansas in the rankings is the size of the class. I mean, you look at Stanford is number 30. They have 25. Purdue right above them, 26. Mississippi State, 25. NC State, 24. 27 for North Carolina, 22 for Kentucky, 21 for Texas Tech, 22 Wisconsin. I mean, you, you keep going on. South Carolina is really the only other school that's ranked and Texas A&M has a pretty low number, too. They just have 17. But they're the only schools that are, like, nationally ranked that have, like, under 20 commitments. So it's a it's a really low number of commitments for Arkansas. And, again, if they didn't sign a low number of commitments and they went and got, like, 22, 23 commitments, then they're leaving themselves some huge holes on their roster because they have to address things in the transfer portal. They had to do that this year because Arkansas's roster isn't healthy. I've, I've said this before, and I talked about this on the last show on Hog Sports Live. For Arkansas, if they're a healthy roster, 20 high school commits, 10 transfers. I think that's a reasonable number for Arkansas. When you think about the talent base around them and the access to talent, 2010. Now, most, most people out there aren't doing that. Like, I just rambled off a bunch of other schools, and they're all, you know, USF 28, West Virginia 22, Michigan State. 20, Brigham Young, 26, so on and so forth, they're all going over 20. I just think for Arkansas and the size of the state, if you want to compete in the SEC, then you hit the transfer portal hard, not just seniors, but, you know, get guys that are that are younger that can be in the program for a few years and stuff, like, you know, Landon Jackson, for example, Takias Crawford. Get guys who are not just seniors, but also recruit the high school ranks. I mean, that's that's the way to build a roster in the SEC if you're Arkansas because you don't have that direct access to talent. Now, this particular year, Arkansas has 13 transfers coming in and 16 high school kids. Now, they will end up having more transfer additions than high school recruits because they're not signing any more high school guys. But they are going to get some more transfers. They need a couple more offensive linemen. They need a linebacker, probably a couple of defensive tackles. And maybe they can call it after that. Maybe you, you try to get a best available here and there, fill it out to 85. I've got them at like 82 right now on scholarship. So you, you're going to end up with more transfers and high school commitments. So what, what were they supposed to do really? Like just ignore the issues that they had in the secondary? They had to go out and get some veteran guys. Obviously linebacker, you had a lot of attrition both ways. So that's kind of a different story. But – I mean, you had to go out and get some linebackers, and they need another one. Obviously, they got Xavier and Sori on board, but they need another. And I've got them at like five, I think, defensive tackles. They need they need more defensive tackles. They they just do. And maybe there's a guy at defensive end that slides inside. I don't know. I, I just think they need a couple of defensive tackles. And then offensive line, you know, I, I, I talked to Branson Hickman the other day, um, a guy that's very interested in Arkansas, 33 career starts at SMU. Um all AAC second team there, a guy that's going to be pretty well coveted. He's in the transfer portal now, and he's going to visit Arkansas in March. So, But really need to add at least two more offensive linemen. So, what, like, you know, they, had, they went out and added a wide receiver. They got a running back, obviously. They got a quarterback. They had to address certain things on this roster through the transfer portal, and they wouldn't have been able to do that if they went out and signed, like, you know, 22, 23 high school kids. They just wouldn't have. Um, now, they still should have gotten up to about 19 high school recruits. You know, obviously losing Ashton Bethel-Roman, that's a product of having a coaching change at the wide receiver spot. It just is. Uh, but, you know, losing Courtney Crutchfield inside the state stings really bad. And it, and it, and it stinks because you, you don't know exactly, like, what all played into that because he was committed to Arkansas for a while. Obviously, there's NIL that, that plays a factor. 
Um, you know, his teammate obviously also going to Missouri. So there's a lot of factors that played into that. But losing Walker White, it, it astounds me really that Walker White, who grandfather played at Arkansas, you know, his uncle played at Arkansas, his brother played at Arkansas. I mean, his whole family are huge Razorback fans. I, I know his family. And, you know, Drake Lindsey, who also is an Arkansas legacy, is headed to Minnesota. Now, Lindsey was just kind of, you know, lightly looked at there at the end, too little, too late kind of deal. Walker White was not really pursued by Kendall Browse in the manner that you would pursue a quarterback who you viewed as a priority. And then Browse left. Danny Nose was kind of late to the party too. But then I think he had pretty close to made up his mind that he was going to Auburn. So it's kind of wild that you had two, you know, Division One quarterbacks in the side of the state that neither of them went, went to Arkansas. And, and I think Arkansas also likes the idea of having more of a dual threat. Not that Walker can't move some, but – Likes the idea of having a dual threat. And I'm intrigued to see what they have with K.J. Jackson. I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how spring goes. I mean, we're less than, I think, a month away, about four weeks away from the start of spring football. And there are going to be, what, 13 high school commitments here and 13 transfer commitments here. There's just a few guys that haven't enrolled early. And Bobby Petrino's offense. How's Taylor Green going to look out there? How's K.J. Jackson going to look as the freshman? How much improvement has Malachi Singleton made? What's the quarterback battle look like? Is Jacoby Criswell going to win the job? Is it Taylor Green? Is Malachi Singleton going to surprise everybody? I think K.J. Jackson would be a dramatic surprise. That would be uh, probably unlikely. But I think that's a really intriguing thing to watch. Bobby Petrino out there with this new group of quarterbacks. I mean, I'm excited to watch that. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see just about everybody. So, the only guys that aren't going to be there, Bradley Shaw, Wyatt Simmons, two linebackers, and then uh, Cross Johnson, uh, the wide receiver commitment. So, those are the only guys that aren't going to be out there. And, you know, Ashton Bethel-Romans obviously got out of his NIL. He's headed to Texas A&M now, but he was also a wide receiver. But he wasn't enrolled early, obviously. So, that's where things stand. March 7th should be the start of spring football. That's not an official date. That's just my best guess. So, anyway, wanted to talk a little bit about Carrius Kern. We might do some of these kind of quick hitter podcast-only things here and there when we have notable news. But uh, number 175 overall prospect in the country, does he play defensive tackle? Does he play offensive tackle? I think he could be equally good at both. Even at, you know, 6'4", so you wouldn't consider him extremely tall. He is rangy. He is fast and athletic. And just a really nice get. And, you know, the kind of body type that you just don't see the state produce very much. Good Lord didn't make a lot of guys 6'4", 300 pounds who can move like Carrius Kern can. So, um, obviously, Arkansas is a kind of a small state population-wise. And, you know, from a per capita standpoint, doesn't produce at near the same level as Mississippi, which really produces per capita more top-end talent than any other state in the country. Louisiana's right up there. So some of your neighbors really produce a lot of talent, but um, in, in this vein of a defensive tackle, 6'4", 300-pounder, but, uh, but Arkansas doesn't. So when you get a guy like this inside the state, it's important to capitalize. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to me today, February 8th, 2024. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time.